How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 12 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and today we're going to be talking about the proposed playoff expansion plan. Uh, wow, that's a lot of peas. Um, we're going to go over what the playoff system has been, what they are proposing it would look like, and uh, I'll give you guys my opinion on that. Uh, in the last episode, I talked about, you know, Mookie Betts, obviously, and that whole trade, and how the Jack Peterson deal fell through, so give that one a listen. It was fantastic. I think that uh, the A's might be able to swoop up a left fielder out of, you know, the ruins of that trade. The left fielder being Jack Peterson, obviously. Um, so yeah, give that one a listen. Uh, later on in the week, we are going to be talking about projections and breakouts. Uh, we're going to go over the Pakoda projections and and just how wrong they seem. Um, they have the A's in third place in the AL West because the Angels are apparently superior, but they have no pitching, so good luck with that, Angels. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to be talking about later this year, or later this week. And the breakouts are, you know, potential breakout players. I felt like that was self-explanatory, but here I am explaining it anyways. So, uh, you're welcome, and, uh, let's get into the show. So before I get into all of the proposals and stuff like that, just so we're all on the same page with how the playoffs work, uh, as currently constructed in each league, American and National League, you have three division winners and two wild cards. Uh, the two wild cards play a one-game playoff to find out who advances onto the divisional round, and the winner of that game goes on to face one of the, the one of the three divisional winners with the best record. So in recent seasons, it'd be like the Astros or the Yankees who finished with the best record overall in the American League, and then they face the wild card team, and then the other two teams play each other, the team from the Central and whoever else. And then uh, the winners of those meet in the championship series, and then whenever that series goes on to the World Series. So that's how that works in both leagues. But the new proposal, uh, again, from Joel Sherman of the New York Post, uh, it is that there would be seven playoff teams, so they'd be adding two wild card teams. You still get your three divisional winners and then four wildcard teams in total. Uh, the team with the best record overall uh, in each league would get a bye, and that would uh, they would just avoid the wildcard round completely. So they get a few extra days of rest, which would be nice for them, supposedly. I, I have weird feelings on baseball teams taking like nearly a week off because I feel like they get rusty. So it could come into, you know, be the team's detriment. Because their hitters aren't facing pitchers and live pitching. And then you get somebody like Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, just going out and dominating game one. And all of a sudden you're down and you're in an 0-1 hole. And, uh, I mean, those are not insurmountable by any means. But you'd like to win the first game if you're the heavily favored team and you just had a bye week. Um, and you know, every win in the playoffs is important. So obviously you don't want to just give the other team a win. And... That's where I'll leave that because it's not founded on science or anything like that. It's kind of an opinion because I've seen like uh, in 2012 when the Tigers just ran through the playoffs, had a week off, and then all of a sudden Pablo Sandoval hits three home runs in a game like he's friggin' Babe Ruth. I don't think so. That's rust. I'm blaming that on rust. <laughs> okay, I feel like I got away from the uh, what the full proposal looks like. So let's get back into that and talk about rust on another podcast. So you got the... Team with the best record getting a bye, whether or not that's good. Uh, then you got the two other divisional winners uh, and the 
wildcard team with the best record would host all three games of, of a best of three series. And then the way that they shake out who those opponents are, uh, starting with the second best team, because the first best team, or the best team, if you will, uh, they get the bye. So the second best team gets to pick their opponent from the three remaining wildcards. So not the first, like if, uh, using last season as an example, uh, the A's would have been the best wildcard team. So they would have not been involved in being picked. They would have, uh, they don't get a pick, but they wouldn't have been able to be picked. I'll explain that here in a sec. Uh, the other, and so then the team with the third best record or the, the third division winner, um, they get to pick the, their next opponent, and then the other two wildcard teams just play each other. So that's why the A's don't get to pick who their opponent is, because they get the scraps. Um, they probably would have ended up facing the Rays in last season's playoffs, because the Rays were also very good, and nobody wanted to face them. Uh, whereas, you know, Boston, and I forget who the other team was, they're, they're beatable. So you're probably going to get some uh, teams going for like their blood rival where it's like the Dodgers are like, bring on the Giants. They suck. We hate them. And that'll be interesting TV. But then in other cases, you're going to go with like, hey, this team is not as good. And they kind of had a lucky streak at the end, maybe. Or they faded, you know, uh, like the 2014 A's. Like, yeah, give me that team. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the dynamics of the selection process, I think. And that is definitely going to be the big draw for the opponent selection show, which is likely why this is all happening, because uh, Major League Baseball wants to have a big live event like the NBA draft or something like that, where, you know, you just get eyeballs on the TV uh, for, you know, what are the matchups going to be? Um, a team could take the easy route or they could have, you know, they could face their blood rival, obviously. And who doesn't want more Cubs versus Cardinals or Sox versus Yankees on their television? I mean, I don't know that 26 weeks of that during the season is enough. So we need a selection show to tell us when it's going to happen again. All right, and we're going to keep this train going in just one sec. But first, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Thanks, sponsors. All right, so getting back to the proposal for playoff expansion... Um, any change to the playoff format would have to be collectively bargained, and the CBA, uh, Collective Bargaining Agreement, is set to expire after next season, so after the 2021 season, I believe. Um, so that's also the same year that, that TV deals with the networks, I believe, like ESPN. And no, Fox is still going to be on there for the World Series through like 2028, but ESPN will have to bid for MLB services and packages and all that stuff again. Um, so we're likely looking at around the 2022 season for implementation uh, once it's collectively bargained and MLB gets top dollar for, you know, airing all of these playoff games if it's coming to fruition. Uh, obviously, one has to come before the other where you got to collectively bargain it before you get the bids. So we'll find out more about this in a couple of years, I guess. But uh, it could be one of those ideas that Major League Baseball is floating to see, like, hey, what's the public think about this? And according to Twitter, people hate it. Uh, so far, I'm I'm intrigued. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I could grow to love it, but I kind of want to see it happen first. So basically, I'm open to the whole process and seeing how it works out, and then either vehemently hating it 
or being fully on board for more of it. You know, like they redid the Home Run Derby. I'm into that. I like the wild card game format. That's cool. So that like the changes they've been making, I've enjoyed. So they've bought a little bit of a grace period, although they're screwing up a bunch of other things. But so far, the the game itself has been somewhat entertaining. Although I don't like this many home runs. I, I'm probably in the minority on that one too. Too many home runs. Show, show me some doubles. Maybe a triple. I don't know. A stolen base. Those are fun things for me. I like those. Pitching duels. All these things. I don't need a home run every, you know, inning. Anyways, back on track here. So the, the basic idea with this is that more teams are vying for playoff spots and that hopefully that would lead to more free agent spending and increased fan interest. A lot of people are saying, yes, that would probably help a little bit, but also canceling blackouts in local markets would also be a big deal because younger fans are cutting the cord and if they don't have, you know, the local sports package, they're not going to see the games anyway. So if you lift the blackouts, then they can see the games and then that increases fan interest as well. So hopefully that's also part of this deal because that would be amazing. Um, I would love that. But that's for another podcast too. Um, So one thing that I do actually really like about this proposal is that the top seed is rewarded for being the top seed. So even if teams have their divisions sewn up, you'll still see, you know, teams from the Central, East, and West still competing to get that top seed so that they can get that buy, unless that buy ends up being cursed, in which case they might try to be like, hey, we don't want the buy and give it to some other team in a future agreements, but that's for another date too. So I like that they're trying to make the games more competitive throughout the whole season, and that's something that baseball's been missing since... The Astros reinvented baseball in oh so many ways. And by that, I basically mean that the Astros tore everything to the studs, rebuilt from the draft and all that. And, you know, basically they, they instituted the teardown model and the rebuilding of, you know, that we are accustomed to now where essentially your team is just unwatchable. Not the A's. The A's are always watchable. They're, even when they're bad, they're a fun team to watch. But basically uh, teams are unwatchable. And then you bang on a couple of trash cans and you win a World Series. And that, that's the new rebuild model. So that's fun. And uh, teams have gone full bore into this, which which at the time sounded like a decent idea. But then you found out that uh, the Astros were cheating the whole time, even in the playoffs. And that's what helped them win a World Series. And all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, we've uh, traded anybody with any value whatsoever and... Now they're not on our team, and these prospects are not great anymore, but, you know, whatever. Yay, rebuilds! Alright, so I'm going to start bringing this thing home. Um, I like that the format would likely require a little more depth on a team to be successful, which means that the best team would win the World Series more often. Um, I I just personally like it when the best team all year wins. Um, And, like, I was happy that Washington won the World Series last year, but were they really the best team? They had like five pitchers, and like three of them were starters. And then they had John Doolittle and like Dakota Hudson. And end of list, those those are the pitchers. Which, to be fair, is still four more pitchers than the Giants had in 2014. So, but I'm bump. All right. So the last thing that I'm going to talk about that I like about this is that the wild card uh, game goes to a wild wild card round. 
So you're going from a one-game wildcard play-in game to a three-game or to a three-game series. Uh, so, and I, I like that idea. Um, you don't, and that's another reason why teams would be spending more, presumably, in the off-season and at the trade deadline, is because it's not a one-game playoff. It's, I mean, it could be two if you get swept. But uh, you get three games to prove your medal to make it to, you know, the, the division series, which is fun. And I like that aspect coming from a fan of a team that has lost three world uh, wildcard games. So let's bring on a three-game series and give that a shot. I'm open to the change of seeing how this plays out. Uh, the wildcard game has been a welcome addition. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. The 2014 wildcard game between the Royals and the A's. While the A's came out, you know, on the short end, was one of the most thrilling baseball games that I've ever seen. Um, and, you know, the A's fortunes haven't been great, but I still have enjoyed the world, the wild card game. Uh, but I also know that there's a lot of people that are against the idea of implementing these playoff expansion ideas. So my question to you, the devoted Locked On A's listener, is are you for or against this proposal? Um feel free to email us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com or you can tweet us at LockedOnAs on Twitter or me personally at ByJasonB also on Twitter. And you can use any of those modes of getting in touch with me to also send us mailbag questions. I would like to get a mailbag going for these. I've always enjoyed, you know, reading mailbag stuff and I would love to answer questions. So please email me, tweet me your questions about the A's and... If we get like five responses, I will do a mailbag next week. So send in your mailbag questions to LockedOnAthletics at Gmail or LockedOnAs on Twitter by Jason B on Twitter. Uh, any of those. I get updates on all of those as soon as they happen. And then, uh, then we'll answer some questions next week. It'll be great. Um, again, in the next episode, we're going to be talking breakouts and projections. And then we'll go uh, from there. So... That is it for today. I am noted baseball fan Jason Burke. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, Go out there and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I'll talk at you soon.